Jenny. You know it's time. Time? Time for what? Time for She's Just Drawn. <gasps> Let's go. Welcome back to the show. She's Just Drawn Season 2. Brad and Jenny are bringing all of the gossip to you. Hello. Hi. Hey guys, welcome back. Back, back, back again to episode three of season two. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like the first two? Sound off. Bark if you can <laughs> sound off in the comments. Let's get some barks yeah, going. Yeah, let's get some barks going. It's for our little Twitch family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to the Twitch family. Um, we got a doozy for you today, too. Yet another really important topic. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, female-centric topic. Yes. Um, we're going to get and dive deep into one of our favorite shows, one of the most important shows on television right now. Agreed. Pin 15. Pin 15, you guys. If you aren't watching it, first of all, pause this podcast, go get a subscription to Hulu, get it without commercials because it's better, mm-hmm. and w- binge watch season one, season two, come back, listen, Yeah, in that order. Yeah, and I mean it's it's a, it's a quick binge. It's like a ten episodes on the first. Yeah, they're season, twenty minutes each. Seven on I the think. second. Uh, yeah, I think it's around twenty twenty six yeah. minutes. It's actually uh, so it's over before you know it, and then you're really upset. I know. Honestly, when we binge season two, I was like, I can't believe it's over. Yeah, but we've got a well, really it was only seven episodes. That's yeah, a lot. that's true. <laughs> it was fast. We brought on one of our really good friends who loves this show just as much as we mm-hmm. do. We love talking about it with her. So everyone uh, in your car or in your bedroom right now, start clapping your hands together for Maggie. Yay! Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I love this show so much. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This little 45 minutes is going to flow. I mean, it's going to fly by. Mm-hmm. You're never going to realize. It's just going to be just like the show. It's mm-hmm. going to be over for you know. That's so true. <laughs> and you're going to be at home wishing you were still doing this. Yeah. Um, did you watch season one as it came out, Maggie? I did. Um, I found out about it, um, on Tumblr, actually, this mm-hmm. one blogger that I, I really like admire and like respect the taste of would not stop talking about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I have to check the show out. And I went and I like immediately fell in love with it, binged the whole thing, watched it again and again and again. Yeah. I've and watched it multiple times mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. It gets better every mm-hmm. time. And I've just been sitting pretty waiting for the second season and I'm and so glad it's finally here. I know. And season two just dropped this month or well, now it's last month, but you get it. Um. And there's, <laughs> well, there's rumors that there's going to be a second yeah, half there is, of that. Yeah. They've filmed, they have 14 episodes filmed. But they haven't edited the second half. Mm -hmm. They said they were planning on dropping it within six months of each other. But Mm -hmm. then quarantine happened. Mm -hmm. So they're hoping within like the next year. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that it may be January or some something like that. I'm hoping that's true. We got that little bit of gossip from Garrett, who's Mm -hmm. also a big fan of the show. Right. You know Garrett. You know know Garrett. Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... I, I thought it'd be fun, and y'all can talk about the show however you want, but I had picked my top three moments that made me cry mm-hmm. and moments that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could have put way more in the laughing category. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> because mm-hmm. this comedy is ripe, you guys. It is. These actresses, I was telling Bright the other day, I was like, I am so blown away how they are so easily able, or it looks easy, you know, to tap into their 13-year-old selves mm-hmm. and portray it just as they were. I don't know if I could act exactly like my 13-year-old self. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I have the the memories as yes. readily available. And I think that's because so much of it was so embarrassing mm-hmm. that I blocked it out. But these girls took those embarrassing moments and I guess wrote them all down in vivid details. Mm-hmm. Well, I did not I, do that. You know what <laughs> I was thinking? I bet they did. You know how sometimes people put together focus groups? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the whole show... The only adults in it are the two stars, yeah, as well yes. as the people playing the parents, actual mm-hmm. adult players, mm-hmm. such as the parents and the teachers yes. and whatnot. But the rest of them are children, middle school aged kids, mm-hmm. you know. And so and that's another part of it that I love. That's so cool. But mm-hmm. I thought about that. I was like, you know, maybe the way that they tapped in was what if they had a group 
of middle school kids and they just like, you know, did a little gathering, yeah. had snacks and stuff yeah. and they just kind of like hung out with them and mm-hmm. kind of picked Let up talk. like, yeah. maybe did some method acting and like mm-hmm. really studied these kids and tried to like, oh yeah, I did used to do weird things yeah. like that. Well, because you know, like there was a big trend of slouching and that's mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. So like if you... I know that in I still class, do it. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I know that in acting class and in like improv class and all, whenever they you know teach us how to develop a character on the spot, mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with either um, some kind of physical change yeah. that you place on yourself, mm-hmm. and then something with your voice, mm-hmm. and it can also be um, in your cadence of speaking or whatever else. Yeah, it can be as subtle or not subtle. So I'm wondering yeah. if, and that I do that a lot too, especially like you know when we're filming filming the trailers and stuff for mm-hmm. our trailer trash show, yes, and whatever. When we're doing that we only have like maybe one line. Mm-hmm. We might have two at the most. And so it's like, you're trying to take this one character in a two hour film yeah. and get the essence of them with one line, yeah. yes. which I'm very used to doing. Cause I was never cast mm-hmm. in shows as a lead <laughs> or like a multi-line person. Your character. Only actress. one time actually. You got, but yes, I love being, you got one. really good in your youth um, and your youth acting at, taking that one little spot and making sure that everyone remembered you. Yes. And it felt like a game because it's like you can take that type of stuff and make it like you're you're rejected Mm -hmm. and like you're not good enough Mm -hmm. or you can take it and make it a game Mm -hmm. and like say, how can I make this like about me? Yeah, it's not me. Yeah. (laughs) And make it fun for yourself. And make it fun. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I did and it worked. So Yeah. And I was infamous for that. And then it was like, it only made it worse. Because then that's all they wanted me to do was play these little parts. Because <laughs> yeah. I made them so good. Yeah, because I knew you would nail it. Which I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever. Compliment received. But anyway, so I thought about that. I was like, I bet they did that. Like, maybe. I don't I tell know. You, it's a blessing and a curse because it's less lines to remember. Oh, yeah. It's true. Less time to have to be in costume. Mm-hmm. Less time to have to stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And almost as much glory sometimes That's yeah right. you know because we watch movies and you know we do that little thing where like if we see somebody who has one line mm-hmm. in the whole movie we freak out we both go gulls dreams gulls, <laughs> dreams i love a walk-on character who you always remember yes mm-hmm. like there's this nurse in this one movie i love where they bring in these people into the emergency room and they think they're dying and mm-hmm. this nurse walks by and she goes i'm on my break and like that's her <laughs> only line and oh my I, god i can see her so vividly and I go oh I love that God. actress I don't know her name I don't know what else she's in but I love her yes oh I love moments like that man yes. <laughs> well um I know that season two is more ever present on my mind because we mm-hmm. recently binged it mm-hmm. yes um but uh we started actually watching a little season one yeah. I know you've been uh watching some of it too yeah I watched some today just to get me in the mood mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. question for both of y'all who mm-hmm. is your favorite non-star kid actor on the show Ooh, I would probably say the one that pops in my mind first is Sam mm-hmm. that's mine yes. Sam's my favorite actor on the yeah. show who's not an adult because yes. he's a really good little yes. actor yeah it's like actually shocking how good he is yes. there's so much truth soul. He has and so much soul, soul. Yes. yeah you almost kind of forget that he's one of the kid actors. Yeah. You think he's one of the adult actors yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. I love and he's him. also the one that has had the most glow up. Absolutely. In season yeah. two. He's, he's going to be a hot number when he's a grown man. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to fill out. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. He's going to be real good looking. He's going to be a heartthrob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but also season two, you know, the girl who played Mora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought she was amazing. Oh. She was amazing how many like y'all knew girls like that oh absolutely. yeah i knew girls like mm-hmm. that for sure she nailed mm-hmm. that little weirdo i don't know compulsive if... liar mean to her mother mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know obviously super insecure and just wants friends sure. yeah yeah but like makes up the most outrageous lies mm-hmm. like i knew girls like that and i'm like that's why no one likes you because yeah. your lies are bad uh, yeah <laughs> i mean i knew girls like that in high school middle sure. school yeah the way worse, but yes, middle school was worse. Yeah, because well, a lot of them got caught by high I school, have, so they stopped doing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I've had, as I've mentioned many times, the, dis- the displeasure of working with middle school girls mm-hmm. for well over a decade, and it is the most accurate thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They are pure middle school people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know how they do this, but they hit the nail on the head yeah. every single time. I'm very curious as to what it's like for those kid actors to Mm -hmm. be experiencing middle school and going Uh, through all of this while also acting it out on screen. Right. Does it aid in it? Does it make it harder or easier? Like, you know, that is a very interesting question. Well, and I mean, a lot of them, depending on the situation, you know, if they're child actors they might have been homeschooled this they may whole time. be yeah. like let's do school on set yeah. halfway and then do school in school it's a little different now than yeah. back long ago when it was like harder to go to school and work yeah. they worked them ch- child actors to death oh, oh yeah man. there would be like five child actors that were in everything mm-hmm. so they never went to school mm-hmm. yeah like judy and mickey oh god <laughs> yeah yeah that's we a all good saw example. how that turned out yeah right um maggie why do you think this show is so important. I think it's the only show, not just on TV now, but that has ever existed that honestly and accurately portrays what it's like to be a girl at that age. Yes. Yes. And it's done with so much love Mm -hmm. and so much respect Mm -hmm. for girls that age. Mm -hmm. And I, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also I think it shows a really good, um, like, pairing of how smart these young women are, yet Mm -hmm. also kind of how stupid they are. Mm -hmm. Because it's like the way that they converse with each other is... Oh, like <laughs> it's it's really kind of like on on surface you think it's dumb mm-hmm. but then the more you pay attention to it it's like wow they're actually pretty intelligent and then yeah. you think about you thought you were that smart oh absolutely oh, a thousand percent and now you're looking you're like oh oh i was caring okay. about all the wrong things mm-hmm. <laughs> well i just mean even just like just the words they're using and mm-hmm. the order that they use them in mm-hmm. and like, yeah. trying to sound smart it's, yeah. just, it's funny i love that you said that they did it with so much love and respect because at no time because you can tell that women are making the show mm-hmm. does it feel gross or inappropriate mm-hmm. or like it's coming from some kind of weird male perspective absolutely right. i think yeah. the the closest comparison to it is that that animated show on Netflix, Big Mouth, which yes. is just leagues and leagues below it. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's because it's made by men. Absolutely. Yes. Which I mean, I love Nick Kroll, but he is at the end of the day a man, mm-hmm. and, and he'll, he'll never understand. He'll never mm-hmm. really get it. And I know that you know he has Maya Rudolph and Amy mm-hmm. come on and help, and yeah, but it's still from a male perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like you think about the masturbation episode, had that come from a male perspective? It, oh, would it would have, have never worked. It no. would have. It would have never worked. Not it had, like years. like if it had been like written by a male and like you know like mm-hmm. they don't like it would have felt gross. It, oh, would, it would have been voyeuristic. You would yes. yes. And you it doesn't have... feel voyeuristic mm-hmm. at all. No, and you would have known immediately. Absolutely, the tone mm-hmm. would have been crazy. Absolutely, but they also kept it so funny mm-hmm. too. Like they there did. were still moments that like you wanted to laugh at like. When they do the close-up on her crotch, and I guess there's some kind of animatronic. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's got the and bump, 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 bump. <laughs> Like, I laugh so fucking hard at that. I was like, your vagina is huge right now. <laughs> it's engorged. It's engorged. <laughs> but it was funny. And it, it didn't feel funny. gross. Yeah, none of it felt cringy. None of it Mm-mm. felt inappropriate or gross. It felt yeah. very much like we're getting a bird's eye view of kind of what it feels like to go through these developmental changes and yeah. we never really get to have that yeah. there's always only that for boys Absolutely. yes it's like commonplace for them and yeah. us it's like it's a secret and the shameful thing mm-hmm. and we're never supposed yeah. to we're never supposed to talk about but it guess what we have bodies our bodies change it happens yeah. either way mm-hmm. and then but we grow up around in the dark Mm-hmm. not knowing what to do about it mm-hmm. and this is helping us to understand i mean granted we're grown women now but i mean as a kid mm-hmm. i would have relished in yeah. watching these two women absolutely help me understand this oh stuff. my god if i'd been 13 watching this show it it would have changed everything yeah it would have changed everything i would have been like oh my god there's people as gross yeah. as me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think i think that middle schoolers and especially middle school girls should be watching the show they should get to watch yes. this show it, yeah it would make them feel so much less lonely. Yeah. I mean, I have a niece. She's going to be 13 in a year oh, or so. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah. I would feel totally okay with her watching this. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how her parents would feel, but if she it's... was my kid, I would let her watch well, it. Well, because, I mean, it's a lot of serious mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of heavy content. Mm-hmm. But we forget as grown ups that 
we experience these a lot of these things at a very young age. Mm-hmm. We just separate ourselves mm-hmm. as we get older, thinking we're yeah. above that. Mm-hmm. And these are children, and they're not people, but children are people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going through all the same shit you went through. It's yeah. just now they need some type of representation to yeah. feel yep. like they have a guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if because I mean uh, to be real, parents in the world. That's not you a lot of times. Absolutely. Not because you can't be it, because mm-hmm. you don't. And mm-hmm. you're too uncomfortable. Yeah. You feel it's too awkward to discuss. Mm-hmm. And then your kid feels it's too awkward to talk to you about, too. And it's this vicious cycle, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You could bad. do it if you wanted to. It's just you don't want to a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, if I had a dollar for every girl my age that I knew who learned about puberty and, like, sex and, like, growing by their mom leaving the American Girl Guide oh, to puberty really? on their bed. That's how I. That's how I learned all of this stuff. Really? Not no conversation. Just wow. a book left on the bed. My mom was a nurse, so she did a pretty good job. I mean, you know, everyone can do a better job, but mm-hmm. I mean, I felt I felt like I I got stuff from her, and I I was semi comfortable asking her things. I mean, I wasn't comfortable talking about masturbation with her or anything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I was um comfortable enough to ask uh I would talk about periods all day long. I'd well, be like yeah. mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Mom, tell me what's going to happen again." <laughs> and then like we would play with tampons and she'd you know, she would let me touch things and like, you know, ha- hold things in my hand and like she really wanted like she would get out of her anatomy books from nursing mm-hmm. school and she was like I want you to understand this stuff because I don't think that's her mother so ever did that for her. No, yeah. that's and cool. you know, you know, her mother was super British and, and very like mm. a very proper lady. Yeah, you know, and that just... you don't talk about anything below the belt, right? And so I don't really. I mean, this is no knock to my mother or anything. My mother's an incredible mother, but I don't. We didn't. We weren't really open about talking about sex or like mm-hmm. what that means. Mm-hmm. I think that it was a very much. Um, the tone typically was a wait till marriage type of mm-hmm. mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't really say that, but she de- kind of implied it. Maybe. It was definitely because that was her path and mm-hmm. that's what, you know, what she did. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. It's like, I always felt like that's what I was supposed to do. And that was yeah. all there really was to the conversation. And so I, w- and now I learned more about like biological stuff at school. Mm-hmm. Like we had a lot yeah, of, yeah, we had a lot of. Pretty decent, I would mm-hmm. say, sex education for public school. I mean, you only get a sex education mm-hmm. in public school, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, I'm sure some private schools do it, but a lot of times they're known for not doing it at all. Oh, right, right. Just teaching abstinence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't well, get I didn't get sex education until high school. The closest mm. we got in middle school was when I was in eighth grade. Oh, we had it in um, elementary school. Yeah, we had really? it. We had it in fifth grade. Yeah. yeah. See that that's already important right yeah. there. Yeah. That that actually was a huge help mm-hmm. for me because yeah, I understood sure. so much more. And I the, we had our sex education mm-hmm. with a lot of the just biology of bodies and mm-hmm. then like understanding. A, it wasn't great. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but it was something. Yeah. And then I had my period that summer. Mm, and so it yeah. was like, six, you know, each thing went after the other. And then it was like, I didn't, I kind of, and then my mom talked to me about that, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. she was very... Yeah informative about a lot of stuff but it's right. like I also didn't know what to ask either. yeah yeah it's kind of the lack of questions to ask sometimes mm-hmm. comes into play we don't know Definitely. how to word it at that age maybe and I was pretty worldly as a kid I think that's the reason we didn't talk a lot about mm-hmm. that stuff because I kind of I, I learned a lot from television mm-hmm. and where that is on one end not good because it romanticizes everything and it's nine and a half times out of ten from the male point of view Mm -hmm. right so you don't ever truly even understand that yeah but it it, you know it does it's at some points give you some level of okay this is a little bit about what a relationship starts Mm -hmm. middle ends or whatever. Yeah. It, give, it gave me an idea of kind of what to expect. I'm yeah. air quoting for those that can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all of you. <laughs> me and Maggie can see you. Yeah. Well, you're right. I'm ta- I guess I am Which talking. Is everyone. I am talking to y'all. But... <laughs> Anyway, another thing I love about the show is that it is set in like the year 2000. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. from like people who are 31, 32, 30, whatever, like this is when I was their age. Uh-huh, right. This is the exact moment when I was their age. That's and really so cool too. I like, for instance, I, one of the things that I wrote under one of the things that make me laugh was the entire aim episode mm-hmm. about signing up yeah. to get AOL instant messenger. That episode, the first time I saw it, gave me chill bumps. 
because it is so accurate mm-hmm. and the, all the sounds from the computer and like the away messages like they captured everything about the culture of aim it just yeah. threw you right back to i that was time. oh i was like i was 14 mm-hmm. in my living room on the on the desktop like oh my <laughs> god i didn't know that something like this could be captured so well. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, because you asked me specifically, like, Albright, oh, do you remember what your, you know, mm-hmm. your messenger name was or whatever? And I mm-hmm. told you no. I said, honestly, I cannot remember anything about what I made. What, Because I'm in a different time than you. Mm-hmm. Whenever I, when that was going on, mm-hmm. I was like 17, mm-hmm. 16 or 17 years old. And so I had lost interest in that because mm-hmm. whenever it, AOL Messenger first started, mm-hmm. I started playing around with it, but it was leaps underneath what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't look a lot like that. It was, um, it was a lot more like, uh, what's the word? Like rudimentary or sure, like, yeah. it probably felt too young for you. Well, it once, once you were doing it, mm-hmm. it felt like I already did that. I don't okay. really care about this anymore. Yeah. It, the, the newness wore off for me. Right. And so yeah. I was like, at first it was like, oh, this shit's interesting. Like yeah. you can talk to people and they're like, oh, we would go into world. sketchy <laughs> chat rooms and talk yeah. to <laughs> anyone. Anyone. Oh, I had tons of predators trying to talk to me I'm all sure. the time. <laughs> and so that's actually what made me not want to be on it anymore mm-hmm. yeah. because I could easily tell yeah. that these were gross old men that were trying to talk to me. Like mm-hmm. they gave themselves away so, so easily. fast. And I was like, oh, I, they're not kidding. Like people, this, cause I was warned about that. Mm-hmm. Like my mom was like, Hey, you need to be careful getting on there. Cause it is kind of a scary thing or mm-hmm. whatever else. And yeah. at the time it was even more like made a big deal because it just started. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was like, the internet, you know, have you seen them clips of like, um, uh, Katie Keurig, and she's like, oh, yeah, there's just this, this thing called electronic mail. And, <laughs> you know, have you ever heard of the World Wide Web? It's the newest thing out there. Like, she says all that, and you watch it, and you're like, what <laughs> are you talking about? But that's kind of when that was going on yeah. for me. And yeah. I was just like, okay, let's tap, 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 tap on the keyboard and see what this is. Yeah. But by that time, I got kind of bored with it. I always knew, never give out my phone number, never yes. give out my, loca- my real location. Right. I would just lie to these men. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. I just lied. I said fake names. I I didn't look the way I said. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was just catfishing folks. (laughs) Oh, honey. (laughs) But I never, you know, I was never going to, like, actually ever, ever meet up with someone. Right. Yeah. You, you, to me, I didn't know you at the time, Mm -hmm. but the way that you describe yourself, Mm -hmm. you don't give yourself a lot of, enough credit, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. of how smart you were. Because you were very yeah. smart. Well, to I had do so things. many dumb friends, mm. so yeah. I learned really easily just by yeah. looking to my left and looking <laughs> to my right, like what not to do. Yeah. And I would go with my friends to meet these guys off the internet, so that oh, I could like, Lord. you know, make sure that we weren't going to get raped and killed. Yeah. How were How were you making sure of that? Though I don't know. I was just <laughs> there for support. Sounds like you were going to be a bonus kid. I mean, it's <laughs> I'll tell you though, to me. a two for one deal. My friend, yeah. my friend Christina would make a lot of friends like off of MySpace, who were like in town, but mm-hmm. like you know, she never met them. Um, but you know, good things did happen from it because like we met like our group of like friends then because like. Um, we would go to these punk shows at these punk venues mm-hmm. and like the guys were too old, but, well, sure, yeah, but. but they, they, they were trying to sleep with us, but I always knew like I was never going to do that. Mm-hmm. And had I ever felt like it was getting out of hand, I would have left. Yeah. But we met people our own age that way too. Mm-hmm. And like grew a family of like little punk kids in little yeah. rock. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. No, that's cool. I mean, yeah. and there's a lot of danger to, like, these yeah. 26-year-old guys, these 30-year-old guys mm-hmm. that are hanging out at these yeah. shows where these 17 and mm-hmm. 15, 14-year-old girls are there. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I would work with these kids, and they would act like that was so normal. And I said, I'm not going to, it is normalized. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, not that's the different. same thing mm-hmm. as yeah. normal behavior, yeah. whereas this man is twice your age. Yep. He yes. is a predator seeking you out. Yep. Yeah. And you are not consenting to this because you're too young to understand mm-hmm. what yeah, these when actions mean. When you're that young, you think, and somebody older is interested in you, mm-hmm. you just think, oh my God, I'm so mature for my age. Yes. I'm so and that's what they tell you too. And that's mm-hmm. part of the grooming process. That's part of the grooming they process. Know they you know you look that. 14, mm-hmm. but they know to tell you, God, you look like you're 18. Yep. Exactly. And then you think, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you're 14 and listening to that, that is not a good thing. No. Yeah. That means that you're 
you're going to look 50 when you're 40. (laughs) (laughs) Or it also means, baby, you don't look 18. They're lying. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that too. Mm -hmm. You look prepubescent. That's that's Mm -hmm. actually the real message is that they're lying. (laughs) These guys were like 20, 21, and we were 16, which is not good. No, it isn't, but it's not as bad, but it's still... There's definitely a sliding scale. Yeah. But the the thing is, a society will say, oh, but you know, uh, girls mature faster than guys do. Which is... It's It's not true. Bullshit. It's bullshit. It's not true. It's a nature versus nurture type Mm -hmm. of deal. It's that guys are taught that it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you nurture someone to believe that you're not ever going to be a grown man in mentality until this age, then why would they try to act like that? Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. You know? You're so right. If you don't have to act like an adult, why would you? Why would you? You can't cry, but you don't have to clean the house. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's like, it's ridiculous. It's very that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Speaking of crying. (laughs) <laughs> oh, right, right. yeah let's get to the meat and potatoes before uh, we end up out of time here and we can take turns or whatever sure, yeah. i don't have to go through this whole list at once but um my number one crying moment of all of pin 15 um is in season one episode nine. Oh yeah and it is where anna uh gets to come over to maya's house Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stay for two days yeah. it's kind of at the end of the season it's kind of one of their first fights but the reason i cry during that episode is um, when Anna first comes over and it's like jubilation mm-hmm. and it's these two best friends who, if they could have elective surgery to be sewn together, they would. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. They would do it in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and they're running all over the house. Um, it's just, it's such a beautifully shot scene. Yeah. Um, Dream by Cranberries is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're running through the yard. The parents are going, stop running and like, calm down. And they're like, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, this is the best day of my life. My best friend is here and it's a Wednesday. Well, and two, it was that, uh, Anna's parents were going to be out of town. Mm-hmm. So she was going to have to stay there for two days. Yeah. Which is the most sleepover, the most time they probably ever spent together. Which I remember those times when I'd spent one day is fine. That's easy to time with my best friend, Mm -hmm. and I was ready for them to fucking go. Uh, Yeah, yeah. you know that was fun. Well, it's kind of you don't know someone Mm -hmm. till you live with them. Exactly. And it's and granted, it's they're they're like thirteen or fourteen or however old they are. I don't remember how old they are in the first season. But um, Some, something like that. I think they're they're seventh grade, yeah, yeah, thirteen. But I mean, you're thirteen years old, so it's not like you're actually like living together. Mm-hmm. But if they're staying over for mm-hmm. forty eight hours, that's longer than you've ever ever spent mm-hmm. with them. That's the longest stint, and that's mm-hmm. a long time for yeah. two. Because Maya's used to mm-hmm. Maya's used to in twenty four hours or less going back to being the baby of the house, yeah. being yes. her, you know, her mother's little, you know, baby. Yes. And mm-hmm. and then it didn't happen. And she's like, and she's also about to start her period, which she doesn't realize. Mm-hmm. So she's going through a weird emotional right. thing. And then Anna doesn't know that she started. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even know that's yeah. even a part of all of this. But Anna's worried that her parents are getting divorced. So mm-hmm. she's going through her own emotional mm-hmm. turmoil. Right. And she's getting, she's getting that love that she so desperately needs that she's not getting at home and Maya's getting jealous Mm -hmm. and yeah this whole this whole show is so complex Mm -hmm. they find a way to make it uh, so simply understood mm-hmm. yeah. the complexities of their storylines. And yeah. I think that the two friendships and the two different families, whereas Maya's family's also got a lot of complicated things with it mm-hmm. that they, you know, that they have to kind of navigate through, mm-hmm. but they're different than the ones Anna is dealing yeah, with. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a more very... secure family unit yes. than Anna's is. Yeah. And you can really see how that affects both of their maturity levels and mm-hmm. is definitely the more mature one in their yes. dynamic. Yeah. Cause she's, she's been forced to be. a lot faster. Yes. Yeah. And Maya might think that she's more mature cause she's got her period first, but that's right. not true. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that scene, that opening scene of that, it, I so vividly remember me and my best friend Felicia in high school and we would spend those days together where we were together all the time. We would run around my parents' house acting Mm -hmm. a fool. And this is in high school. We Mm -hmm. would do this shit. And they would go, Jenny, Felicia, like, stop. Like, calm down. Go back in your room. And we'd be like, like, we would go around the house screaming um, that we were James Brown and that we were not dead. I don't know why. We would would go, I'm not dead. And we would, like, my dad would pull out his hair my stepmom was like not having oh, it. Oh, poor Marie! <laughs> and God. then, like, I remember we watched Fargo together, 
And then we were oh, like, that's a good one. <laughs> but we were like, this movie sucked. This movie got an Oscar. And then we just went around for the rest of the week going, oh, here's your Oscar. Oh, here's your Oscar. And like my parents couldn't stand it. We I loved Fargo. We were fools together. And it was just the best. And yeah. so I started crying during that scene because it reminded me of that yeah. so much. Yeah. I remember you telling me that when we initially watched it. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I have had several best friends probably my favorite childhood best friend was my friend nikki Mm -hmm. she was the one that i she was like older than me though Mm -hmm. i think she was two years older which sounds like not a lot yeah but when you're at that age it is yeah but i think we were friends when i was three Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. I'd pulled a kindergartner at three. <laughs> at three. Yeah. As a best friend. Now granted wow. we lived across the street from each other, so it was like a little easier. But you know, that's that's how cool and mature I was. Mm-hmm. But also very not cool yeah. at all. But anyway, so I that's the one that I know we spent so much time together all yeah, the time. All and the we time. just were in love with each other as yeah. friends. Mm. And you know that but there were times where, but we lived across the street, so it made it easier to where she yeah. spent the night. It, it didn't ever have to be so long mm-hmm. yeah. that we got tired. It was just easy to go home. Yes. If something was going on. Yeah. So we always did really It's kind of like here that. now. We all just live so close. Yeah. yeah. If we get sick of each other, we just have to walk 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if we miss each other like crazy, which yeah. happens all, all the, the time, time. We just then we can just walk over. over. Yeah. We just walk you know. over, yeah. Yeah pretty awesome it is pretty awesome is there like any episode that pops out in your mind as like either your favorite or one that like got you the most oh uh the witchcraft episode <laughs> yes. yes i meant to uh, yeah that's number oh, two mm-hmm. i wrote down on my list that i put mm-hmm. together i t- i just mainly focused on season two right now because mm-hmm. i feel like it's it fresher really, and... it's fresher and it evolved so yes, much yeah that i think it's gonna reach people a lot better too and then fall back and watch yeah. season one but mm-hmm. um what about I, that episode like just the just representation really... of weird fucking little girls mm-hmm. just yes. being a Weird little girl going in the woods, going in the woods, oh, making weird. potions with mud, yes. just freaking everybody out. Mm-hmm. I loved that so much. I loved it so much because, so, like, by an outside perspective, you might think these girls are a little old to be doing that, mm-hmm. but we're not. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. I was no. still like running around the playground at recess, pretending to be a lion and shit at yeah. that age, like. I love you that. Don't, you don't grow out of well, that. Well, and it's that, that line of pretending to be witches. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's mm-hmm. that line of childlike and childish mm-hmm. that you're you're skirting all the time when you're that age where it's like you're clinging on to this comfort of maintaining your childhood mm-hmm. yes. and scared to death to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's like you don't know what to do with that. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying is that like, you know, I mean, 13-year-old girls who are about to become women so mm-hmm. to speak you know yeah. biologically i guess i mean that's a stupid way to put it but that's how a lot of people think like yeah but they they just want to be kids oh yeah. i know and i, I, st- I still, I still just want to be a kid. absolutely you know absolutely. that's why we do all the things that we do that's why we make mm-hmm. these trailers that's why we yeah. make everything that mm-hmm. we make you know well when i was growing up and well I, re- I wanted to be so many different things when i was a kid but i think the thing that stuck is a performer mm-hmm. and because i thought you know what if i want to be an astronaut i'm scared to be an astronaut because that's scary and i don't want to be in <laughs> but a i can sh- pretend to be one but yeah. if and i was like i don't really care about being a doctor but i wouldn't mind like playing, playing one on mm-hmm. tv and doing that <laughs> and i wouldn't mind you know like uh you know, dabbling in, you know, sex work. And I'm like, but what if I don't really want to do that for real? What if I want to just do it on TV? And I was like, you can do anything. Yeah. Any spectrum of, the, of your life and world, yeah. you can be it. Absolutely. But I wrote for that episode. Mm-hmm. My uh, Recently, my mom and my Aunt Nancy were talking about, like, my cousins, like, playing with, like, I think... I don't know, maybe like witchcraft stuff and like devil worship stuff or something like that. And it sounds so bad when they say it, 
kind of the way that the tone that they mm-hmm. use with it. But and at first I was kind of falling into that too, thinking, "Oh shit!" Like, mm-hmm. what were they doing? Whatever else, like maybe it was something. I, but you know what? I maybe it, and they're identical twins, mm-hmm. so they were constantly together. They yeah. were their playmates, and they love you know they love spending time. Still do. They adore each other. And so I thought, man, what if they were just like two kids, just like playing witches in the let's woods? Just play. Yeah. Like yeah. this seems like something interesting. Mm-hmm. I want to read about this because yeah. I did, I read about it now. I read about mm-hmm. all that. Oh yeah, it's got drama. It's got sex yeah. appeal. It's like everything it's a kid wants. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. And I think the idea at that age that like you can have like that kind of a power. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? yeah. Because you do feel so powerless, powerless. when you're that young. Yes, absolutely. And to to have something that tells you that you're strong and mm-hmm. and important and mm-hmm. like part of something bigger yeah. is like very appealing to a kid that age. Yeah. I think it was so it's appealing now. Yeah, it's I think appealing now. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then I mean a lot of people would argue that a lot of people out there that believe this would argue Christianity gives you that, but honestly it really doesn't. No. Like, I don't I don't feel powerful when I'm, you know, trying to no. d- praise the Lord. I'll tell you one thing. The Bible wasn't written for women. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't have a main role in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so I don't care about it. <laughs> It's like any other book to me. Yeah, yeah. There's not a main female character. Not interested. Yeah. And, yep. Eve, and Eve doesn't count because apparently she destroyed Eve everything. doesn't count. Right. Mary well, doesn't the, count. Mary In the Bible, count. you're either you're a mother or you're a whore. Exactly. That's it. And that's it. And I yeah. want to play a different role. Mm, I want right. to play a witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's or cool. You're a, or, <laughs> or you're a helpmate, which is coded language yeah. for maid or housekeeper. Yes. So yep. that's, you know. Yeah. It was so, like, it was such a beautiful moment when they started playing witches. Mm-hmm. Um because they needed something to distract Anna from her reality, mm-hmm. which was that her parents were screaming and fighting right, in the house. Yeah. And that's when I was crying in that episode because right. Maya so instinctually grabs Anna's hand and, and they just, just start they just running. Run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful yeah. that her friend, so young but so smart, knew, mm-hmm. I have to get my best friend out of here and I'll take her anywhere we need mm-hmm. to go. So that she doesn't have to think about this right now. Well, and it's so it mag- makes me want to cry. Right now. I, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just so magical when you allow yourself to love another person mm-hmm. and connect with them so deeply that you're willing to spend an enormous amount of time with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you learn all of their shit you either don't like but accept, or shit you love and adore. Mm-hmm. And then you take both of those and mash them all together. And then in a moment like that, even though someone might not think to do what Maya did, mm-hmm. Maya knew that's what Anna needed right yeah. that yeah, moment. Yeah, she needed a distraction. She mm-hmm. said, you need you need an escape, and let's mm-hmm. do it. I'm going to physically escape you, and then, and then we're, we're going, going to, to mentally escape yeah. you. Because this, <laughs> mm-hmm. the thing that's happening right now, even though she's not technically probably mature enough to realize what the scope of everything that's going on, she felt that energy enough to know this is what we need right now and that's what I'm going to do and I'm going to act on it this moment. Yeah. It was, and that, I thought that was so cool mm-hmm. and wise mm-hmm. beyond like, in, like in another, like she was in another life or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she was here before and knew, yeah. and knew what to do. Yeah. You know? It was there. It was like instinctual. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there are moments I like, that we can all remember as children when all of a sudden in a moment we needed to be an adult and yeah. we did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Maya became an adult and was like, I'm going to figure this out. Right. I don't know what I have to do. And I know she I could had become many. a kid again. Cause yeah. I had to go and oh, play. Sure. You ebb and flow through that. Sure. But like, yeah, just those moments when you're 12 and you're 13 and all of a sudden you just have to click Yeah, and you're like, I have to think about someone who isn't me right yeah. now. Because that's what being an adult is. That's yeah. what truly being an adult yeah. is, is thinking outside of yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Being a kid is solely, you're the only one that, yeah. that mm-hmm. really matters at the moment. Mm-hmm. And you're taught that from infancy, mm-hmm. that that's acceptable and okay. Yeah. But there's that little time mm-hmm. when you have to change that mm-hmm. and you realize oh being an adult sucks <laughs> yeah because i have to think about other everything yeah. outside yeah. of myself and as much as that's important it's like it's hard mm-hmm. and it's exhausting yeah. but it's necessary yeah you know absolutely um can y'all think of any moments of the show that like you were so blown away by how funny it was you couldn't breathe <laughs> oh because <laughs> i have a couple of them well i'll tell in this in season two one that was really really funny to me mm-hmm. was the wrestling one. Oh, the whole wrote, wrestling episode mm, so good phenomenal it's mm-hmm. so good i loved 
everything about that one. And one part that I thought was so funny was whenever she was like actually trying to get on the team and Mm -hmm. she was asking like, what does it take? What do I have to do? And Mm -hmm. then the coach was like, well, you would have to like get into the weight class and like, (laughs) you would have to gain such and such weight and do this and whatever else. Then he said, and do not try this. Do not attempt this. (laughs) Which he should have never said it out loud. I know. (laughs) Dumbass adult. And then Maya's like, making his face like, oh yeah, okay, 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 I'm not going to do that. No way. I'm not going to attempt that. I'm not going to attempt that at all. And you know, it's the first thing she's going to do. You know, it's the first (laughs) thing she's going to do. And then the montage. And she fucking does it. Yeah. The montage of them working out. Oh, the hard-boiled egg with peanut, peanut butter. butter. And Anna can't Ooh. stop talking. About, uh, that's the trick. That's you know that's the trick. trick. And they're like, what is the trick? She goes, that is the trick. <laughs> and I, what I love the most is how absolutely confident in anything they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, they, I saw a wrestler do it on TV. It's Oh, fact. that's mm-hmm. what is so funny about that episode, too, is that they get so into television wrestling. Yeah, which I had if... a big phase of that. I don't yeah. know if y'all oh, did. Really? Yeah, yeah, in we fifth did grade, too, yeah. I was obsessed with WWF. Mm. Yeah. It was a very much Southern thing, too. Or yeah. middle, mid, I mean, I would yeah. imagine in uh, the Midwest it was. I had I had a friend in middle school. My friend Abby was really, really, yeah. really into mm-hmm. that. But... And then, I mean, it only lasted a few months, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I got really into it. I would mm-hmm. watch it every fucking night if mm-hmm. I could. I I wouldn't say I was really into it. I think that I liked it Mm -hmm. enough to watch it, but I didn't get super obsessed. Like, my brothers were very, like... Every all the guys in my family liked it a lot, mm-hmm. but we weren't a watching a wrestling show family really. Mm-hmm. But I did love the theatrics of it. Mm. Yes, particularly in the nineties, mm-hmm. it was like that was its peak. <laughs> Everything had sequins on it. Oh, that's Huge stunning! The costumes. outfits, the makeup. It yes, was just everyone's name was something weird cool. or funny. Yeah. And the wrestlers were in advertisements constantly. Mm. They so were super, like, they were like the rock stars of that gym. Oh like, yeah. I mean, snap into a slim gym, you yeah. know, like, and then Hulk Hogan too. Uh, yeah. And then like the, the guy, the one I remember the most is this one that had like green sequins all over his blazer and money signs all over mm-hmm. it. I oh, cannot I remember. Him. I think it was Mr. Millionaire or something. When I was watching it, like triple X was huge mm-hmm. and he was on like all the advertisements he had like a, a girlfriend on the show who was a wrestler too, and I was always yeah. like, God, oh, this is my couple. <laughs> I just want them to win. <laughs> like I thought that they were my friends. It was really so Oh, cool. I know the love stories of it was really cool. So that that part was really interesting. And yeah. you knew it was fake. Like you Yeah. There, there were people that thought genuinely they were fighting for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. that's what actually made me not like it. Because mm-hmm. people were so stupid yeah. and thought yeah. it was real. <laughs> when I was the fiction obviously the, yeah. not. When I was in my mid-twenties, I had these two guy friends who were who were older than me and still really into wrestling. And I always mm-hmm. thought that was really... I was like, y'all are growing <laughs> y'all, y'all are still watching Men in Tights? <laughs> and thinking it is the best thing... They, that was, they were obsessed. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought it was funny. And I was like, y'all... No, it's fake, right? Well, it's like it's like all those. Uh, it's like adults who are really into superhero movies, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, all it's the, very the bad. men that are super. They're hardcore Marvel people. I just well, love how trashy it is. It's it is. Yes, that's the people the thing. who love wrestling are like on your. Um, NASCAR level, your yes. ICP level, your yeah. um, I kind of wish we would monster truck jam in level. Our group, if we were looking for a group look, like for the whole house, <laughs> that would each one yeah. of us to be a juggalo. No, <laughs> I'll do it because that's just funny as hell. No. To be a WWE or like WWF oh, wrestler, that would be really that would cool. Because so there's so many, there's like, so many amazing costumes. Mm-hmm. There are so many like women wrestlers, men wrestlers, but they all have some level of like femininity to them. Yeah, so yeah. It's like pageantry to it. There's a pageantry to yes. it. Absolutely. There's a lot of similarities uh, to drag. It yeah. is. Very you know, you much. have your drag names. You have your wrestling names. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. Got your, you know, your characters, yeah. character development. Mm-hmm. You've got like the song that plays every time you come out. Oh uh, yeah, you sure do. You know, yeah. it's, it's very pageantry. That's right, because it's um, like a mixture of boxing and wrestling and drag mm-hmm. all mixed together, and then yeah. acrobatics. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool. Anyway, um, it's very queer, and I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's table that for you know, uh, <laughs> Junk Queen's Mansion, House of Avalon, yeah. Sisters of Avalon group project. That One of the things that, like, when I was thinking about what really made me laugh so hard 
was during the community service episode mm. when they found the thong. Oh my oh god! And they my keep god! Switching <laughs> back and forth, yeah. wearing it. Yes. yes. And the first day, Maya walks in with it, and she thinks she is hot. Shit. She marks on her arm how many times she's been checked out. Yep. That whole episode is genius. Nine times. I was checked out nine times. And then somebody comes by and does it again. Ten. Ten. And, and then, then like, the, the whole drawing on yourself with gel pens, that oh, was huge. Yeah. We did that all the time. We would do gel pens all over our arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a very accurate portrayal of Agreed, that. Agreed, yeah. And just like, but the, the disgustingness of they just keep switching the underwear back uh, and yeah, forth. Yeah, and they never clean it. You know they, they never don't. Clean it. Maya washed it once, once in, in her sink. sink with hand soap. And it was, she knocked it on the sink and it was stiff and as a board. And she took the thong up oh. and let the water drip on her yeah. face. You fucking freak. <laughs> I looked at Brian and I said, this girl is a freak. And I love it. But before she washed it, she put the shit on her face like a mask. And mat. smelled uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. I was she like, was smelling Heather's coochie. Mm-hmm. Girl. You are going too deep into this situation. Mine is a freak, and I love it. No judgment, because exploration helps you learn exactly what you need and want. You know, because at that point she could go, "I know how mine smells. I wonder how this other girl smells." And she'd go, "Oh, it smells like mine," or because it it doesn't. It didn't feel creepy for real. It just felt like, "Whoa, yeah, okay, that girl. That's who you are. Yeah, that's that's your character. You are." <laughs> and then, like every day that they wear it, they go, "We'll give it back tomorrow. tomorrow. We'll give it back tomorrow, tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow." Because they stole the thong. Mm-hmm. It's it's so brilliant. And just the way the the change of how they walk, yes, in school when they're wearing it. Yeah. That moment where Anna's in the in the bathroom mirror, and they cut to, and it's it's her real like grown up tits. Yeah, oh my, oh, and they're jiggling. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> But the part that made me laugh so much more in that is when the bitch came out of the stall and then she was mm, quiet yes. and then she goes, they almost caught us. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. I was like, you stupid <laughs> bitch. You are so funny. The Anna is, her face, like that actress, uh, her faces that she makes oh, yes yeah. send Amazing. me into rolling laughter yeah. mm-hmm. and the way because I've practiced this a very long time to maintain an expressionless face mm-hmm. while still conversing and she does that so yeah. masterfully yeah but then can run, move in and out of expression and mm-hmm. expressionlessness. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I'm in yeah. awe. Her mm-hmm. face acting alone is oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's give amazing. her an Emmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give fact. them all the Emmys. They need I can't it. believe the first season wasn't nominated. If right. this season isn't nominated, oh, I'm going to riot a, in the street. It's a robbery. Well, do y'all think, because, you know, they're obviously getting older with the show, mm-hmm. um, that there will be like a third season? Where they're maybe I hope so. I mean, they don't look grade. any different. They look exactly the same to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the but... kids grew a lot. Yes, yes, from season one to season two. Oh, you know what? I really want to see. I really hope that they bring this storyline in. But um, Gabe, mm-hmm. the boy yes. that's gay. Like, yes. oh, I knew from first season mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. It was so obvious because, like, just little things he would do. It seemed so awkward, and mm-hmm. it was like. He really wanted to, like, be mm-hmm. who he was, but he didn't know what that was. And I that. didn't key into it until there's one part where the the, the boy that um, Anna always has a crush on. Alex. What's his name? Alex. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, like, in... Um, band. They're in band. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Alex is single! <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, why do you care? And he's like, would... it's hot gossip. <laughs> it's hot school gossip. <laughs> y'all are weird. I'm not weird. <laughs> he said, y'all are weird. I'm not weird. Yes. <laughs> Well, I would have to go back and look at what one of his first couple of lines were. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, the first moment on screen, I went, oh, he's the gay one. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was just something he did. And I went, I was, I got so excited because I was yeah. like, oh my God, they're going to explore that angle too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, I think Maya said something really rude to him. And mm-hmm. I was like, girl, that's your future boyfriend. Have some fucking respect. <laughs> okay. And look at what happened. look what happened. Gonna be together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And then he broke her heart. Yeah. No spoilers. Just I kidding. Mean, <laughs> we can do it's all the out. spoilers. I do. I really love what they did with his storyline in too. this season because they really captured what it's like at that age to start discovering and coming to terms mm-hmm. with your sexuality yeah. and what a 
what a quiet thing it is, mm-hmm. yes. you know, how very mm-hmm. personal and private mm-hmm. and quiet that is. And nobody really explores mm-hmm. that in yeah. other pieces of media. Well, and then I would have been being fearful, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. of like being, cause I don't think he knows. I don't something. think he really knows yet. Like he might right. know. He knows that something he knows that is different. different. He's got a huge crush on Sam. Yeah. That is oh, apparent. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think he still kind of has crushes on girls a yeah. little bit. So it, yeah. it's, he's, he's confusing himself. But what mm-hmm. he may not realize is like, unless he is bisexual, which maybe could yeah, be. he might mm-hmm. be. Um, is, is that maybe you're not having a crush on a girl? Maybe you just like wanna, really really want to be your friend. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. You, you like women and you like that energy and you mm-hmm. want to be around yeah. that energy. Well, because you know, Jenny and I talk about this all the time that it is it can be very confusing to be in love with your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like to have this deep, genuine admiration, love, and adoration for a person that. Is your friend. Absolutely. You don't have any intention of mm-hmm. being romantic with this person at mm-hmm. all, but you you are in love with them. Yeah. And you go like, what does this mean? Yeah. I don't know. Is this supposed to mean something? Is mm-hmm. this supposed to be more than that? You know, because yeah. you watch a movie and you think, oh, right. well, that, it, it just goes into this thing. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't have to that be that. That doesn't have to right. be how it is. And that's what's so beautiful about Maya and Anna's relationship mm-hmm. is they're still at that age where they're not weirded out by like constantly being on each yes. other. They just like yeah. want to touch each other constantly. They want to be in the same bed together yeah. all the time. And like, and it's really beautiful because it's like they're not, you know, they don't necessarily want to have sex with each other. No. But they can't get enough of each other. I mean, right. They and, just and have a deep physical affection. Yes. If it ever evolved into that, fine. But it's yeah. like at this juncture of the relationship and how it's being written, it, that's how I identify and understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can, you can be in love with someone and want to be with them romantically mm-hmm. but it, that's not the only type of being exactly. in love with a person there yeah. is and you can fall out yeah. of love with a person mm-hmm. even if it's just a platonic yeah. relationship mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. well people people think and and media really shows us that like all love is separate but it's not yeah. it's no. all it's all the same kind of thing it just manifests itself in, in, in different, different ways. ways yeah that's so like, true like uh, th- I've always said that, like, the greatest love stories of my life are my friendships. Oh, yeah. 100%. Never have I cried as much over someone, Mm -hmm. um, longed for someone so much, missed someone Mm -hmm. so much as the people who I wasn't necessarily in a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. with. Well, and, you know, throughout something that I, throughout my growing up and maturation, I, uh, most people in my circle thought I was gay and mm-hmm. would say I was all the time. Cause mm-hmm. I just, I never really had boyfriends. Mm-hmm. I didn't really date anybody. I just wasn't really interested in that in general at all. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, and which was fine. You know, it's like, I was, I was already kind of like, whatever it is. I don't, I didn't, I wouldn't upset that they said that about me. Yeah. It wasn't, it was never like, felt yeah. like an insult or anything. Right. And more yeah. so I was like, am I, mm-hmm. you oh, know, yeah. like, because they would say that all the time, yeah. I would think, if he's seeing something I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. And you do like deep reflection to slay yeah. and you're like. But then I, yeah. I say that to say that later on in life when I would have close female friends that I just couldn't get enough of being around all the time. Mm-hmm. It made, it would trigger me yeah. to think like, man, am, am I, am I like, do I want to be with them, be with them mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. And then eventually I started to realize that. That doesn't necessarily mean that. Right, yeah. It just means that I genuinely love being with this person yeah. mm-hmm. when I'm with this person. Mm-hmm. And I just like being in the same room. I like being yes. able to feed off of their energy. with, And that can be that thing. Yeah. yeah. Individualistically. And I can also, if I was ever to be in a relationship with a woman, could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that be a separate Mm-hmm. idea but mm-hmm. it all still yeah. kind of go together yeah you know what it's I mean? just a giant it's a giant continuum yes yes yeah it's a, it's a fluidity mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't have to be one thing and it doesn't have to be everything and yeah. it doesn't have to be nothing mm-hmm. it can be it all at one time i know? have always felt safer with women oh, and mm-hmm. with gay men that's another part life. of the complexity Absolutely. Yeah. and yeah. i'm not gonna apologize for that no, that's mm-hmm. who i feel safe with Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I don't want a romantic relationship with um, a man, mm-hmm. but it means that it ha- it has to be a very special man it who will. I feel yeah. safe yes. with. Absolutely. Yeah. 
because more, the more we yeah. are woke in that that type of subject, yeah. Because I, I'm I'm open for whoever it is that I am attracted to, love and feel romantic with. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care either. I, yeah. I'm open to anything because right. I want a deep, mm-hmm. connected, tethered love with a person. Absolutely. And that whoever that is, that's who it's going to be. So yeah. if you're out there, I'm waiting. <laughs> but if you're listening. If you're listening. <laughs> the wave. Send in your applications. Send in your applications. Yeah. But, it, but it's also like, I don't, there's another complexity to that where mm-hmm. you start to be like, I, I want to know who I am and understand who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm afraid of men, is it that I'm afraid of men mm-hmm. or is it that I'm not attracted to men? And I'm not like, afraid of men. I am, I am disgusted with, they don't realize how they act. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's what makes me not feel as safe. Mm-hmm. I have that too, yeah. but I also have a yeah. fear of men. And it's not the too. man that I'm afraid mm-hmm. of. It's the behavior and the mentality yeah. of man. Mm-hmm. It is the toxic masculinity mm-hmm. of man that mm-hmm. typically exists in a straight man. Right. And it can exist in lots of different people too. Mm-hmm. But I love men Mm-hmm. But I hate the mentality of man. Oh, no. I feel the same yeah. way. But I, I, I do know that I have yeah. reflected enough in myself to say, you know, I actually, but I, additionally mm-hmm. to that, I also have a fear of mm-hmm. men in a way. Yeah. Because they do, sometimes they, they exhibit behaviors that trigger me mm-hmm. into recoiling. And then I'm thinking, because I mean, just like us walking down the street, yeah. going up Beverly, going up Normandy, mm-hmm. going to 7-Eleven or whatever else. You know, we yeah. have men that harass us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rarely a time that I don't walk down there that yeah. I don't have that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's gross. And then it, like, I can't even go to the liquor store without being talked to disgustingly. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult because you, you can love men and you can be attracted to men, but mm-hmm. also the number one danger to a woman mm-hmm. is a man. Exactly. Is a man. Yeah. And that's what and I was that's getting just, at. That's, that's just math. Yeah. That's what, that's the fear yeah. part I'm referring to yes. is that. No, I, 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 uh, I see what you're saying now. I, I never get it. fully know if they're someone that's going to hurt me because Mm -hmm. the one that looks the safest is usually the one that's the most dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it's like, I constantly have this in the back of my mind that what if you're terrible and you're just presenting as great, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. It's a lot of deep shit in there. It is. A little bit. (laughs) Getting getting really into the psychology of womanhood. Scratch a little at it. Yeah. A little little cat scratch at it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Is there anything else y'all want to talk about before we wrap up? There is one moment, and I'll, of course, uh, sorry, I'll let you do that too, but, oh, sorry, there's two. One is on regard of <laughs> the friendship. When they were, like, at the sleepover, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. kind of were, like, having this, it was still Mara was still in the mm-hmm. picture and fucking everything up all the time. Yes. It was, you know, they were kind of separated, but not, mm-hmm. and then, um... They ended up, they were playing pranks when Maya fell asleep and they mm-hmm. put her hand in the water and got her yeah. sleep bag wet. But then it's like, Mara falls asleep and who were the two? They just spring right back together. Yeah. Yes. And Maya and Anna share the sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. And then Anna's like rubbing Maya's back and they're just mm-hmm. like together and like really enjoying each other. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even, it looks like it's just complete second nature mm-hmm. to just yes. do that. And it was the sweetest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It was so sweet. Yeah. But... Maya rehearsing at home. Oh, oh that scene. My God. Amazing. It, she like embodied Elizabeth Taylor and who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, it was fucking amazing. My I God. I was blown away. That bitch can act. Put, I'm going to say, and I'm not talking about Maya, the kid in Pen no, 15. I'm, I'm talking about, about the Maya. actress Maya Ur- Irksine? The is that human, Irksine? Something like that, the yeah. The human female person mm-hmm. that that is writing and partially directing, I'm sure, and starring in Pinfit. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. who I'm talking about. Yeah. This lady sat there and gave us a show. That mm-hmm. monologue. Oh, my. Oh, everything. I, it blew my fucking mind. It yeah. blew my goddamn mind. Yeah. Put her in everything. Yeah. My Get eyes that woman an Oscar. Were wide mm-hmm. open. I mean, yeah. the whole time. And I was like, I just was in awe of yeah. her. Mm-hmm. I, I, anyway, but the other part of that that got me so good was when they actually were, she was doing the same mm-hmm. lines yeah. as she was on stage mm-hmm. or in rehearsal or yeah. whatever else. The juxtaposition 
of taking those two moments and putting them together in the same episode Mm -hmm. of when you were maybe like pretending or performing Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. at that age and how good you thought you were (laughs) in comparison versus how (laughs) you actually were (laughs) was pure absolutely i I used to do the exact same thing i would like sit in my room and like do monologues yeah Yeah. i'd like open i had like a copy of like midsummer night's dream Mm -hmm. and i'd like perform a play for Mm -hmm. myself and i'm like i i am the only that is it i would me i would make up monologues all the time i was just like i don't know i just like catch myself in the mirror and i'd be like who's that oh my god and then i would just become this character alone in my room and i'd be like am i the best actress of all time (laughs) am i Am I? Am I just so undiscovered because I stay in my room alone with all of this And then when I come out of my room, I can't tap into it anymore. (laughs) But that reminds me of when they played Sylvania. Oh Oh my god, yes. That's another part. Mm, Just the beauty of like playing pretend with dolls when Mm. you're kids. And like the stupid scenarios you make up. Mm -hmm. You know, when we played Barbies when we were kids, all we would do is make them fuck. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all we would do. But, I mean, there was a lot of storyline, too. It's like, right, why yeah. are they fucking? Were they on a date? You or gotta someone, have the build up. Is someone cheating on another Barbie? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and it would be traumatic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, um, I don't want to stop talking about this mm-hmm. because I feel like we can go on a little longer and this we discuss making a part one, part two of this episode. Oh, sure, yeah. I so, if we wanted to, we could do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can cut this part out, of course, of me discussing and explaining that. <laughs> probably not. But probably not. Because <laughs> I don't edit this at so all. So <laughs> look forward to part two, guys, starting <laughs> now. Na- well, maybe 15 minutes ago, actually. Really? <laughs> this was Bright and Jenny. As always, thank you for listening to She's Just Drunk. Remember to follow us on Instagram to see when new episodes post at She's Just Drunk.podcast. Please like, subscribe, comment, and leave us a review on whichever streaming service you're listening with. Goodbye for now. We love you and we'll miss you till the next time.